0: Good morning. This morning we are in Exodus chapter 5. Exodus chapter 4 ended with Moses and Aaron assembling the elders of Israel together and speaking to them and letting them know that God had remembered them and they showed signs. They showed miracles of the staff and the hand that uh, would wither and then come back and be healthy again and the Staff that turned into a snake that would turn back into a staff, staff, and and the people believed that God remembered them. So it says in verse thirty-one of chapter four. So the people believed, and when they heard that the Lord was concerned about the sons of Israel, and that He had seen their affliction, they bowed low, and worshipped. So the Israelites are slaves. God remembered and heard their cry, and is desiring to set them free from the Egyptian Pharaoh. But it's going to take some time. And now Moses and Aaron are going to the Pharaoh and saying, hey, let us go into the wilderness that we may go and worship our God there. And Pharaoh says, who's your God? I don't know him. And no, I'm not letting you go. I've got work for these Israelites to do. And in fact, instead of heeding what Moses and Aaron had to say, they immediately made the Israelites labor harder and made them make more bricks than they were making before and even made their task more difficult and the people then complained they complained to pharaoh and pharaoh's like no this is what you got to do you got to make more bricks and now they're coming to moses and aaron and let's pick that up uh in verse 20 so some representatives of israel the people who are in slavery to Pharaoh, when their labor is made harder, they get a, they get a, uh, they get to get in front of Pharaoh, the foreman at least of Israel. And when they left Pharaoh's presence, and he didn't, he he said, no, you got to keep making these bricks. And when they left Pharaoh's presence, they met Moses and Aaron as they were waiting for them. They said to them, "May the Lord look upon you and judge you, for you have made us odious in Pharaoh's sight." and in the sight of his servants to put a sword in their hand to kill us. So now the people are coming back to Moses and Aaron and are complaining because so far this isn't working out. They're having to work harder, and they're like, you've made our situation worse is what the people are saying. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, O oh Lord, why have you brought harm to this people? Why did you ever send me? Ever since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, He has done harm to this people, and you have not delivered your people at all. So Moses is feeling the pressure from the people. The people are mad because of the increased labor. And it seems like how chapter 4 ended, where they saw the miraculous signs of Moses and where God remembered them, and they bowed down and worshiped the fact that God remembered them. And now, because of their hard labor, it's like all seems lost. Now, as we continue in our story, we'll see how God handles this in the future chapters. But for now, I think we should take this in and say that, you know, sometimes when we we may come to God and life may not get better, things may be more difficult. And it would be a situation where someone would say, well, gosh, this isn't working. Why should I follow God when my life isn't immediately getting better, or why why for a season it actually seems worse. Um, You know, God, where are you? This isn't working. And maybe people are tempted to just take matters into their own hands instead of continuing to follow God. And, you know, in this case, Moses is dealing with a whole, you know, herd of people. He's dealing with a a lot of people, and that's a lot harder because there's going to be people that are going to be complaining, people that aren't as faithful. And having that influence amidst the people, people that are negative or untrusting, it can sway the rest of the the body. It can, you know, sway the rest of the people. So it's even harder in a group setting like that to lead people. But let's take it for us, you know, individually, personally, for a moment, and take a look at when life's hard. Um, I think. One of the things that God wants to develop in us is a steadfastness. I want to assure you, you know, I've been following God now for, you know, what, since 96. So I don't, can't even I'm trying to figure it out in my mind right now. 96 to 2003, so what, twenty twenty seven 27 years that I've been following God. And it it hasn't always been easy, but I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, That as I look back on my life and the path that I was headed on and where God has me today, I am so grateful to be found in the Lord. I'm so grateful that God has seen me through the you know peaks and valleys of life. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, my life has been better, has been more fruitful, is building up treasure in heaven. Versus what I would have been doing is just living for the ways of the world and reaping uh what I sown in this world from a standpoint of sin and destruction i mean i you know i I've been married to one wife um i i I've been through hard times in life I, and and all of us have right i mean if you if you've lived long enough you've gone through things and I tell you. It's worth it to follow the Lord. It's worth it to follow the Lord. Stick with Him. You know, I think of anything hard in life as talking to my, my wife. And actually, you might have heard the dog bark. My dog is just... So my wife went downstairs to work out. It's early in the morning. She's working out before work. And whatever reason, sometimes when we walk downstairs or when we walk out the door, the dog barks. But, you know, my wife... um. She really works hard at it. I mean, she uh she exercises in the morning. She's a school teacher, so she has to get up early in order to exercise. And you know, there's this thing called Ozempic now. It's like a you know, a shot or something, I think that you can take to like lose weight and it's I guess it works pretty well and a lot of people are taking it. And I I'm not here to to, you know, mock anyone for that. But it's interesting in talking to her and as she talks to other people and even me, I I'm, I'm trying to, it's the kind of a newer year. I'm trying to uh, work out a little bit more and eat a little better. And I was getting on the scale and I was like, what the heck? The scale's not changing. What's going on? You know? And she was just reminding me of how, you know, you, you got to just be steadfast and, 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 and as she was kind of doing her own journey of health and weight loss she said, it took months before I really started seeing results, before things started to, to actually work, and you got to just really stick at it. And I think that's just a lesson in life, right? You know, it's like, if things don't work immediately out, we're, we're like ready to give up, and we got to have trust, perseverance, steadfastness. And that's really, I really believe the reward in following Jesus, Is if you do what's right for a long period of time, if you do what's right for a long period of time and follow God and continue to make good decisions that honor him and grow in your relationship with him and read the word and try to conduct your life in the way that God says, you will see that it does work out. You will see that it works out. And, you know, I've seen, uh, I don't want to talk too much about me and, and, you know, want to focus on the word, but like. You know, some of you have heard me talk about the church. I mean, the church started in 2009. We started in a school. And man, I tell you what, it was a small church with very little resources for a really long time. And it was challenging. And sometimes I'd be like, God, what? You know, kind of like the story, I really felt called to do this. God, why isn't this working out? And, you know, at times it, w- it was probably tempting to quit. Now, I think it, Came to my mind, but I just never felt like God that was what God wanted. I mean, like as I pray, I just really believed I did. I believed that God wanted me to keep going, and I mean, I'm telling you, you preach and and you have attendance. Literally, uh, list people listening. I had attendance of around thirty thirty five people for a long time, and it wasn't changing. And it was like, God, this is really hard, you know, and I'm really thankful now, you know, uh, into pastoring since '09, So, you know, 14 years later, you know, the church has grown a lot. We're not like a mega church or anything like that. And that's not really, that's not what we set out to be. You know, what we want to do is make mature followers of Christ. And we want to preach the whole counsel of God's word. And by doing so, help people to become his disciples and help them to really live for the Lord and to, to bear fruit and, uh, you know, I'm just I'm just thankful that God didn't let me give up uh, in my humanness. I probably would have, but God didn't give me that permission. And you got to stick with it. I, I think that's the thing. Is like God is clearly doing something. Now we know that they're gonna have the Exodus. They're gonna get set free from Egypt. They can't necessarily see it yet, but I want you to know that you know. If, if doing what's right is hard, keep doing it. Keep doing it. And, and you know, sometimes there have been people, hey, when Moses left, left Egypt and he went into Midian, I don't even have the information in front of me right now. He was gone for a long time. Uh, married Zipporah, but was, you know, kind of in the desert with Jethro before God called him to this mystery. He, he's like 80 now from that. I think that's what I read recently here is Moses is about 80 years old. You know, I he left Egypt a lot younger man and and was gone a long time before God used him the way that he could. And I just want you to know you got to stick with it. Stick with the Lord. Keep doing what's right. And I believe that you will see blessing not only in the land of the living here, but you will see a reward in heaven too. So don't give up when things are hard. Keep Living for the Lord. Keep doing what is right. And, you know, praise God, eventually the Israelites are going to see God's faithfulness here too. But it won't be the end of their grumbling because that's what people do. And, you know, once they get set free, they're going to grumble more in the desert. And I'll tell you what, leading people is not is not easy and Moses is not going to have an easy time. But, you know, he's gonna, he's going to follow the Lord even when it's hard. And he's not going to give up even when he's tempted to do it. And in the end, um, you know, Moses wasn't perfect, but God used him, and he's, uh, he was a great man of God. So uh, may this be a lesson for us. Sometimes when it gets hard, you got to dig in and you got to keep going, keep pressing through, keep trusting God, and there will be better days ahead. Uh, God bless you and your perseverance in following him.